Hello everyone, and welcome once again to If We Can Just Say. I am your host, Stephen Ogle, and with me as always is my lovely wife and co-host, who keeps looking out the corner of her eyes at something that she's hearing in the room, Jessica Carter-Ogle. Hi everybody. <laughs> is that our furnace that just kicked up? I think so. Hear that noise? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, they I don't know. hear it. I heard something. Maybe it's a ghost. Oh boy. We binge watched The Fall of the House of Usher, which we'll be talking about later in the podcast, and now Jess is hearing things. We've literally watched nothing this entire month that wasn't spooky, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Yeah, we've done our best to watch everything spooky. So, So hi, everybody out there. Yeah. That was my pause, because I knew everyone was saying Yeah, it's not that. It's my work computer's uh, docking station. I knew it was something. I'm like, what in the Sam Hill is this? I'm about to go live here, trying to give the people energy, excitement, and I got a whoosh happening. (laughs) Golly. So we're back at it again, folks. We are at home. Yay. Wow. Sounds a little bit more excited for being at home. I am excited. So in September, we were gone for over a week in October we were gone for a week do you know that and I know you're disappointed but you know if we were we would be going out of town this weekend yeah I know yeah I know we would not have been able to handle that I don't know man that's just oof, boy yeah I had tickets for haste today I bought them they're, they're playing in Indianapolis this coming weekend they're doing a Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday Originally, it was just Friday Saturday Sunday but they sold all those shows out within like an hour and I bought tickets for Sunday um, and I sold them a while back because I was the only one going. I couldn't get anybody to go with me, and I'm like, I'm not going by myself. I was going to go, but I don't really know it. And then when we started doing the math on Hotel. what the hotels were costing in Indy for this weekend, and it, maybe because it's Halloween, but I yeah, it was, crazy. it was crazy. And I'm I'm glad we're not going because we need a nothing weekend. Yeah. So I sold my tickets to somebody on uh, Facebook in one of my music groups, and uh, yeah contacted yep. the venue made sure everything's all cool so i'll yep. just and yeah. you've seen them before so it's i've seen not them like, many times yeah many so times i didn't feel too bad yeah i i've i've seen every iteration of that band many times but i'm looking so. forward to some low-key weekend last week was busy we um we did a fun thing on thursday yeah i took steven to his very first burlesque show Empire Strips Back. A Star Wars parody burlesque. Yeah. Did you guys even know this existed? I had no idea. It's blowing up my Facebook feed now ever since we bought tickets. Facebook or Instagram? Both. It's all over Facebook. Because I see it on Instagram a lot. I've never seen it on Insta, actually. I see it on Facebook. Yeah. Um, But he sent me the link for it not too long ago, and it was at the Senate Movie Theater, downtown Detroit on Michigan Avenue. Celebrating 100 years. Yeah. Um. And they said it was their first stop in Detroit. So mm-hmm. it was very cool. It was good. I like a good burlesque show. I've seen a couple before. And this was just so clever the way they did the characters, the way the dancers were incredibly talented. Yeah. I, I, and it I was mean, hilarious. Wow. The host was hilarious. Yeah. The host was great. Uh, the way they depicted like certain characters was great. Um, highly recommend even if you're not a star wars fan and you haven't like seen anything you would enjoy it i mean i would go with someone who is a star wars fan because you know don't leave them at home yeah but it was really fun i was sitting on the aisle seat and i got a high five from chewbacca as he ran down because i hit you and told you he was coming yeah i didn't see him jump off stage and then i threw my hand up and i got a high five yeah it was cool 
I knew he'd be excited about that. I haven't that. watched that hand since. That's gross. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Which is pretty much impossible at this point. I mean, you'd have to work hard at not doing it. It's quite gross. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, it was it was great. I've never seen a burlesque before. I'll see another one. That's cool. Oh, will you? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> a man who will see a burlesque show, ladies, who's surprised? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was uh, fun. Yeah, it was a good time. I, I very much enjoyed myself, and I thought that like we were gonna hear like mostly like John Williams Star Wars score and stuff. Nope. <laughs> no, not at all. It was nope. like eighties. Rock, po- popular like two thousands music, just it just stuff that went with their uh, Miley Cyrus wrecking ball. Like there was a lot welcome of to, cool stuff. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they did limb biscuits. Uh, I did it all for the nookie, but instead they said I did it all for the wookie. <laughs> he sang it about thirteen times before I realized. Oh, he's saying wookie. Yeah, I did it all for the wookie. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was good. I highly recommend it. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, I I laughed a lot. I laughed a lot because I I've been watching Star Wars since I was a kid, so I just laughed a lot because it was just, some of the stuff was just hilarious. To yeah, me. but yeah, it was a good time. Great yeah, time. It, Steven's like, I hope you don't get any spoilers because you know he's taking me through the Star Wars <laughs> from whatever's come out, and and I was like, you are a you are a damn fool. Like I don't even know what's going on in Star Wars when I'm actually sitting there watching it. So uh-huh. I guarantee you. There will be no spoilers. Yeah, and it only really deals with Empire Strikes Back. It doesn't deal with anything else. Which I wouldn't is even all know the that. Set, all the set scenes are from Empire Strikes Back. Like, I mean, I guess that makes well, sense. Well, Empire and Jedi, because you got Jabba the Hutt. Spoiler alert, Jabba the Hutt shows yeah, up, which I is great. I would have no idea. I wouldn't even think to myself, hey, it's called The Empire Strips Back, so it's only based on that movie. Yeah. I wouldn't even give it a thought. Yeah, but it was a good parody. Yes, it was cool. And then we, my brother has been doing some announcing for the Huron High yep. in Ann Arbor for their football games and their basketball games. And he started last year, and unfortunately, we weren't able to make it to a game, but we went to hear him announce on Friday, which was really cool. Shout out to Eric Carter for that. Yeah. It was very cool. You did a great job. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, he's killing it over there, yeah. man. He's he's great at announcing. I can't wait to see him do a basketball game. He had me yeah. cracking up. Man. Yes. Refs throwing flags on the field. He was like, well, it looks like there's some more yellow laundry left on the field oh steven was guffawing next to me in the stands goodness that was great he does this big like per like it, it, he could be in a progressive commercial with rick being like all right buddy let's calm down sort of guffaw laugh what what's the mascot for the for the team the river rats the river rats so yeah. uh, there was a couple times i heard him say uh something about uh and he was uh the other team member number 17 was taken down by a pack of rats. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> but it was fun. Of course, you know, we go. To, that was the last game of the season. We couldn't go in September or October because they were both when we were out of town. Yeah. Or the last October game. So this was the last game and it was cold. It wasn't raining, but there was like rolling mist coming through. Yeah. But it was it was fun. I mean, yeah. they won like 35 to nothing or 35 yeah. to 7 or yeah. something. Like when we left, they were up. I think twenty-one to nothing when we left in like the almost the end of the third quarter. So yeah, but yeah, it was a good time. It was good. I am looking forward to this weekend. We don't. I have a baby shower that I'm going to on Sunday, but other than that, I don't plan to go anywhere, or do much. There's some stuff I want to do around the house, but I don't have plans, and that makes me happy. Yeah, it'll be nice to finally 
have like a full let's not do anything weekend. Well, you'll get that. I won't, but. Yeah. Yeah, you still got stuff since since we're not going to Indiana. You have to go to that paper shower. Yeah. <laughs> have, fun. Com- <laughs> have fun. Have fun. Rude. I'll be gaming or something at home or watching football I'm sure or something. It will be fun. Yep. And there's mimosas. So what kind of time hey. is not fun with mimosas? Hey. But it'll be nice. And it's just a few hours and my mom and I are going to go and it's for, you know, family friends of ours that we've had for years. So That's cool. It'll be nice. Yep. And but then, yeah. but that gives us plenty of time to listen to next week's album anniversaries because there's a lot on next week. I didn't even look at that yet. So oh I'll my gosh, to. it's a long, it's a long list, and I can't like take some. I would like windle it down and take some off, but did like, you just it, say windle it down? What did I, what am I supposed to say? Windle, windle, whittle, whittle, or whittle. dwindle down? Whittle it down. I'm gonna windle it down. Windle it down. This a little is bit. what I deal with, folks. <laughs> and you know what I meant. The listeners yeah. knew what I meant. Everybody yeah. knew what I was saying. It's no big deal. Um, but I, you know, I would shrink the list, but like I'd be living off some big stuff, so I'm not doing it. So next week's just going to be an interesting episode because there's a, it's, it's our last big album anniversary. So the rest of them are going to be short, shorter, yeah. like, like this week's is shorter. So why do we got a, oh, wow. While we're recording, I got a phone call on my Mac. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally. I just want to say. I was terrified just now, <laughs> and I don't know, it's just because we've been watching so much stuff, but that rang, and it sounded like a house phone. Yeah. It sounded like your mom's house or my mom's house, and I was literally like, we don't even have a phone like that. What is happening right I should now? have answered it. If I'm being honest, oh, I should have answered gosh, it. Oh my gosh, my heart stopped, and I was, I, I was just kept thinking, was the calls coming from inside the house? <laughs> I'm like, we don't even have a house phone. We don't have a landline. What is happening? Literally, I was terrified just now. My stomach is still settling. I I should have I should have answered the phone. It was Ricky. I should have. I knew it was going to be Ricky. Doggone it, Ricky! You just scared the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get a kick out of that later. Um, Just what I was uh, going to say is before I was terrified. (laughs) Um. So today is Monday, which is apparently Monday, October twenty third is apparently National Croc Day. The oh, shoes. Oh boy! And they're coming out with. They have Croc cowboy boots that you can get. Oh god! If you go to their website, they're hideous. And I love Crocs. Don't get me wrong. Well, Stephen is wearing right now the Crocs I bought him a couple weeks ago that are Chewbacca. Yeah, because she did it all they're, for the Wookie. They're yes, they are the fleece lined ones. Got their little. I was always like, I don't understand why you'd ever wear like the charms on the. Um, yeah, on but, the front. But those kind come with it. So, yeah. like, it's got... So, that's cool. I love my Crocs lined, my Crocs to run around the house, but, like, I'm not wearing cowboy boots, but happy Crocs day out there, everybody. woo Yeah. What else is going on? Um, I still find it interesting that Taylor is le- legitimately dominating the box office still. Taylor Swift with, she, with her the Eros tour. Yeah. concert is still beating everybody. Like, Flowers of the... That actually beat Killers her. of the Flower Moon. It didn't. It actually won this weekend, but it's not won overall. Yeah. So, and it still opened big, but it's just yeah. nothing is a match for her. Which is why I say, if she said, I'm going to take on Ticketmaster, she'd crush them under her thumb. Yeah. I wish she would. It'd be great. All that to say, another thing that was happening is that Amazon, did you see the robots they created for their factory? Oh, God, no. So they created these um 
robots that are sort that are like being tested out somewhere and they are not on wheels they have legs so they can actually go upstairs and carry things but not to worry it's not going to replace humans because quote by amazon is humans will always be needed to repair the robots but also they don't plan on overhauling them you know and there was like i guess a uk company they didn't name who it was that said something like Amazon is um, always treated their employees like robots anyway. So like, what does it matter? <laughs> Which is true. I mean, I wish Amazon, I, sometimes I wish Amazon didn't exist because their practices suck and I still order from them and I hate it, but I do. Yeah. They've dominated the market with the, with the best prices. Yes. And that's what sucks because we're in a time in which having stuff, having good quality stuff at a cheaper price is what we have to do because everything is expensive these days. So yep. we buy from Amazon and that's, you know, that's the, uh, that's the catch 22. Um, I mean, it is, it's convenient. We yeah. pay for convenience because we're in like a go, go, go world. And I mean, like we hate, we hate those that are the huge market dealers like that, but we really don't have much choice. Yeah. We still end up buying from them anyways. Yeah. You know? Stupid. Yeah. I mean, there's ways um, to go around it, but it, it's just like buying organic food. We could buy organic food all the time, but it's expensive. It is. Compared to, compared to everything else. Well, that's why it's so hard to eat well sometimes for lower income people and things like that. And yeah. you know, like the whole thing with that, Oz, um, oh my gosh, I can never say it right. That drug, um, Ozempic, that was really for like actual illnesses and then all the the celebrities yeah. were using it. I read something that the makers want to um, be able to target it to kids, like six years old or whatever. I'm like, wow. that's great. So give them weight loss drugs, but don't like talk about the overarching issue of like the fast food, the parents not being able to afford healthy food, like all of this stuff in our, our culture. We're just a more, 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 take a pill, do this. Don't fix any, don't fix any problems. Just band-aid them. Gosh, I'm, I'm all I'm thinking about is fa- the fall of the House of Usher. Yeah, that's all well, I'm thinking we'll about. We'll get right there. Now. I know, me too. Oh my but gosh. one other thing I wanted to talk about was I was thinking, like, we're at the end of October, right? Yep. And <clears throat> TV and shows and stuff are so different now. I haven't noticed that nothing has come back. Like, I haven't no, and I watch my NCIS, my NCIS Hawaii, my FBI, my FBI International. They're um, yours. Yes, I watch 911. I watch 911 Lone Star. I watch all this stuff, but the but I do it in a lot of binging. Yep. And you know, so and I started watching that show Found on NBC, which must have been filmed already. I think it was supposed to come out last year. Yeah. So that has come out. But none of these other shows have started. And the way television is, I haven't even noticed cuz SAG is still on strike. Like they're not even allowed to wear halloween costumes for any studio that they are on strike with yeah so they can't even do that and like george clooney and some other celebrities went to the union and said like what if we contribute all this money to help pay for things for like the people on the lower tiers if if we pull more of our weight and the union was like no because that's not the point now the point is 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 getting the big entertainment production companies to pay what they're what they owe yes and i get what clooney and them are doing i think it was kind of them but that's not the point if the union had accepted that it would have been like what was the point of all of the striking then because we're striking against people who are not giving us what we're owed 
So why should we, and I am all for like billionaires and millionaires giving away money and paying for shit and fixing stuff. You know I am. Yeah. But that's not the point of this. So it's no. crazy to me that none of these shows have come back. None of this stuff is on. I'm knee deep in a new fire show, y'all. It's called Fire Country on Paramount. Whoo, good stuff. The star, Stephen, plug your ears. He is fire. It's a really good show. Wow. <laughs> awesome. I recommend that. Oddly enough, came out last year and is 22 episodes. The star of it is also one of the creators, and it's based off of a program in California where they have inmates go and learn um, firefighting and have fire camps and stuff to help. And that's real. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Anyway, so what I was saying, why I said that was that show is 22 episodes, which was also crazy for coming out last year because shows don't even get that anymore. But I'm like, I'm going to finish that. And who knows if like season two is slated, but will it actually happen? Will it be able to? Will there be shows that aren't going to be able to come back? I, there will definitely be there shows that don't, be. that don't come back. I did see something uh, today online on my lunch. Uh, somebody had said, "I want to, I want to buy the Barbie movie, but I don't know if I'm helping SAG or not. Like, do they get paid for this?" And somebody was like, uh, "Somebody who's a who's an actor like re- replied and was like, yeah, we get paid for Blu-ray residuals.' So if you buy the Blu-ray, the hard disc, then yes. But right now they don't get paid for the digital. So if you buy the digital version, they don't well, get any residuals. I want that. the actual hard copy in a weird twist of events. For some reason, I've got a little Steven in me, and I want to get the actual yep. Blu-ray digital. So they'll get at least paid for the Blu-ray portion. But, yep, yep I think that's that's it for me. We did have a big Michigan win this weekend. We did watch the Michigan game. We watched them beat Michigan State. Um, in other news uh, about Michigan is the allegations out now. Uh, new details emerging to the breadth of the alleged Michigan sign-stealing uh, operation. It's Was there per- new stuff out today? It's pretty bad. Um, they have uh, photographic evidence of a guy consistently at games on the 45-yard lines uh, taking photos or having friends of his take photos of call signs and stuff. People have to ruin everything. It Why is, can't you just play football? It is. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but the this article that uh, Ricky sent me is basically saying that there's a possibility that even if Michigan goes all the way to the championship and wins it, they may have to vacate it. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm torn about it because I'm just like, this is, this is not, this is not cool. No, if if you're in a game, you're actively in the game, um, trying to watch the other side and steal their signs. That's normal. Baseball, they do that in baseball. Um, they do that in basketball. They try to steal hand signals and figure out what the other team's trying to do. You're actively in the game. That makes sense. But um, to go out of your way and do this, like to try to why go, don't you just work on your own team to try to go follow a team and see how they're playing other teams and see what their signs are. So you don't have to figure it out during during the game. That's crossing a line. And it's, you know, by the NCAA, that's illegal. So I feel like it's just taking stuff away from the game, from yeah. all of that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, quite a few quite a few things uh quite a few games uh lsu destroyed army um beat them like 62 to nothing um tennessee 
Tennessee was up at halftime beating Alabama 20 to 7 and then decided just to not come out of the locker room, I guess. I even um, supported them with my orange Aperol spritz. Um I I think they I think they stayed in the locker room because what whoever came out on the field in the second half uh didn't know how to play football and Alabama scored 27 unanswered points to win the game. Wow. So, uh, pretty awful to watch Tennessee. I'm still pretty Still pretty, like, not happy about that. It's pretty terrible to watch uh, that I, that I wasted my time watching that game. If I'd have known it was going to be that way, I wouldn't even have turned it on. How about baseball? Uh, we watched, yeah, with your brother, we I watched love playoff baseball. the Phillies and Diamondbacks. Man, I tell you what, Bryce Howard, which we didn't see it live, but we saw the highlight. He stole home plate. Yeah. That was something. That was a highlight to see. Uh, I saw that a couple of times today on my lunch. Uh, but man, they Bryce had... Harper. I knew that was wrong. Did I? What I say? Bryce Howard. Oh, I'm yeah. like, that's not right. That's not right I know either. that's not no, right. No, it's not right. No, Bryce, Bryce Harper. Uh, I remember when he came in the league, man. He was like, he was something. Like everybody talked about him playing with the Nationals. Everybody's like, this dude's going to be the next thing. Um, but he was great, and I they just... had they had two players that hit home runs that immediately, as soon as ball touched bat, you knew by the sound it was Schwarber. gone. Schwarber just looks like a beast up there. He hit one f- 461 61. feet. I know. That's insane. That was that was a good game. I enjoyed it. I have no skin in the game. I don't care who wins, but I've always loved baseball, and I love playoff baseball. The energy, yep. it, it's just great. So Playoff baseball, playoff hockey are the same way. It's super intense. It does not matter where you land if you have to travel or if you get home games, it doesn't matter. In playoff baseball and playoff hockey, your records throw them out the window, man. Yeah. It does not matter. Anybody can win. And the teams that are in there now have 90 wins, and the teams that have more than 90 wins are all gone. Yeah. So, you know. yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's fun to watch. And uh, tonight, uh, Monday night, uh, so you guys, when you hear this, you'll know the results of Game 7 of the Rangers and Astros because the Rangers won last night and forced a Game 7. Ooh. Ooh, that would be good. We should watch a little bit of that. Yeah, so we might turn that on. And also at the same time, Diamondbacks and Phillies are in game six, and they're back in Philadelphia, and that crowd will absolutely be electric. Yeah, we they should were that electric tonight. That, ga- that crowd was electric in the first round. Yeah. Like I, like your brother sent me a highlight. This dude hit a home run. They were up three to nothing. They hit a home run in the fourth inning. You would have thought they won the World Series, the way yeah. the crowd reacted. That's the I, energy of I love it. baseball. I like, know. oh. So that's that's what I love about sports, and I get that from college football. Um, and to go back to college football real quick, shout out to Minnesota. That team beat Iowa, a 6-1 and one Iowa team. Um, man, fantastic. They beat them 12-10. to 10. Wow. And they they just they would not give up. They would not quit. And it was man, it was great to watch. I was flipping back and forth between that game and the Tennessee game because the Tennessee game was making me mad. Um, but uh, yeah, so shout out to Minnesota, man. They they beat Iowa, which was a big upset for sure because Iowa's ranked. Minnesota's not even close. I think they already had three losses. Yeah, that was also a lot of. Um sports in our house yeah so and next weekend michigan michigan state they both have the week off i think and lsu also has the week off so yeah cool not much football happening next weekend and tennessee plays an unranked team i think uh yeah they play kentucky who's unranked but kentucky is uh no joke these last few years kentucky's been a kentucky's played upset 
a few times on some SEC teams the last couple of years. Cool. So, so yeah, football's still going strong. All righty. Yep. Well, what do you have for us in terms of tunes this week? I got some album anniversaries. We mentioned Taylor Swift. Three of her albums came out in the last week of October. Yeah, isn't that crazy? The first album, her first album came out in 2006, October 24th. October 24th. October 25th, 2010 was Speak Now. And October 27th, 2014 was 1989. All three of those in the same week. Also, I haven't listened to the Taylor Swift early albums like that in years. Yep. How did I know all of the songs? Because most of them are on the radio. I mean, holy heck, that girl is... She puts them out, man. Man. She cranks them out. She's good. And that and that nineteen out of those three, 1989 is my favorite. I think that's a that was a great album during I that time. I do not like Welcome to New York. I don't yeah. like that song. I hate that it's on the album, and I wish I could delete it. I hate when I press play, and that's the first song I skip it. Is that the one that's got kind of Welcome starts with drums? Welcome to New York. Oh, bah, no, bah, that's bah, not the one. Bah, bah, bah. That's not the one I'm thinking of. What's the one I'm thinking of? I don't know. I got to pull it up real quick because there's a song on But there I still like Speak really Now. Like. It's just like being a little oh, a little girl. Wildest Dreams. Oh, I like that one. Wildest Dreams is a good jam. Obviously, Blank I Space. Like, I like the whole rest of the album. It's just something about Welcome to New York. It's got a very like um, Party in the USA, Miley Cyrus vibe, and that's never really been my jam. Yeah, I recommend everybody look up uh, blank space and look up what she said about it and why she wrote it and what it's about. It's, yeah. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Like, you know, everybody's made fun of her for writing songs about relationships and basically, you know, making fun of her, trying to take songs and make them mean something that they don't mean and stuff like that and make her out to be this terrible person or whatever. And she's like, all right, well, I'll write a song about that character. Thanks for giving me inspiration. Yeah. She said she <laughs> read an article about something that the tabloids were saying about her relationship wise that yep. was not true that never happened and she's like well that'd make a good story though and so she wrote the song yeah which is good cool. for her yep. so i'd be like thanks tabloids keep it coming i've got record album sales every time i do something yep so uh also on october 24th and 2000 lincoln park hybrid theory great album yeah i love that's the one i song. really knew and listened to yep. and when i possibly saw them in concert i feel like it would have been for that but i cannot remember I, I swear i saw them at kobo i love hybrid theory and i like listening to hybrid theory and then listening to reanimation and then going back to hybrid theory and back and forth and back and forth because the reanimation is just like they went into the studio with some friends and went all right these are our hybrid oh, theory songs yeah, let's, that's do some cool. Cool, let's do some new stuff yeah let's change it around let's jack remix them up and yeah. stuff and just made a whole bunch of new new sounds and stuff out of the songs which was cool but the original I mean, you, you paper cut one step closer. Yep. Like, oh, man, good stuff. Great stuff. Love it. Uh, Maylene and the Sons of Disaster, first album, 2005. They're great. I was listening to that in the car today. Yeah. I like them. They're definitely, they're like, I just feel like if Leonard Skinner had a screamer, it would be like a Maylene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that horror vibe out of them off their cover and yeah. everything, and like their second like, album is that way too, where it looks like they're being drugged through the woods after they've but been shot. But it's like that southern rock vibe with yep. yelling, so it's like, yeah, if you mash together like I don't know Zayo and Leonard Skinnerd, then <laughs> you've got. Well, like if you do that, and if you think about the horror element of it, yeah. of of the way the covers look, and then you listen to the first song, and he's like. Uh, the ones that carry never back down. I want to yeah. be the bullet that brings you to your knees. You ran and I'm still swinging. Like, 
<laughs> like, what is album. going on here? I really, really yeah. like their second album, but that is still a good album. Oh, too. man. Uh, that first album will always be a, be a place in my yeah. heart for that album because I was walking through Best Buy and I saw the cover and I was like, all right, I'm getting it. I don't even know what it is. I'm There's just not a it. lot of your music that I like, yeah. but Maylene is one. I can think of like three bands that I like of your music. Yeah, uh, Maylene's one of them. Another band that's on this list that is very similar to Maylene got a lot of inspiration. Uh, I think it, their album came out a year prior, but it's interesting how much that they sound alike, and that's He Is Legend with an album called I Am Hollywood. I feel like that's the band you always tell me to listen to, but I never yeah. have. Yeah, it's a story-driven album. Uh, the first song that he talks about uh, the princesses in another castle. So they treat it like Super Mario Brothers where each song is a level and you're not you're not there yet. Yeah. And then the ending song is a murder scene and a murder investigation. <laughs> it's great. Like it's a really cool like each song is listed as like act 1 this name, act 1 this name and then like act 2 like so it's like a three act play and then the the uh, the last song is called finale. Or called Finn. I think it's called I Am Hollywood Finn or whatever for finale uh, or for end. But yeah, cool. he is legend. Great, uh, great album. I Am Hollywood. Shout out to Sean if he's listening. Uh, him and I that we got we have a huge connection through that album. Um, What's next? Next up, uh, 2002, Christina Aguilera second album, Stripped. I listened to this album and I think it was probably the first time I ever listened to it. But I forgot about the song Fighter. Yep. Oh my gosh, that was an anthem back in the day. Yep. yep. That was, that was good. good. And then Dirty, wasn't that in um, Empire Strips Back? Yep. Yep. They used I was it. like, oh my gosh, I just listened to this earlier. The one elbows with the yeah. little red yeah. man in there with the one elbows. Yep. Yeah. So that was a good album. <laughs> it was a good album. There's like, a lot of different sounds on it. Like she was part of that pop. Those pop artists, the boy bands, like she was in that time, but I think she was one of the more talented ones out of all those people because she can do stuff with her voice and ha hit so yeah. many octaves like Mariah Carey could. Like she stood out from the pack, in my opinion. And with this album, like she really pushed being a strong woman. And yeah. I, and she got a lot of flack for that. She got a lot of hate and a lot of people talking trash about her for her pushing like strong women. Nobody likes a strong woman. Nobody likes a, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that's, Except for this guy. There's a reason why there's down with the patriarchy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And that fighter song is all about that. Like, yeah. it's it's about women empowerment and standing up for yourself. It's a good yeah. deal. Uh, two albums left. One being uh, an album that was uh, on my top five albums last year, Fit for a King, The Hell We Create. Yes. And we've talked about this album a lot. Yep. But it is, it is probably one that I like. Probably the only Fit for a King album I could listen to. I, I am. And there is like a couple of songs where I'm like, eek. I am shocked that this album's only been out a year. I feel like it's been out for years. I, I feel, feel like, like I've been it's been out for years too because I feel like I've been hearing about it for years. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, but if you like metal, that's yeah, that's the album like to grab. Sure. Like, oh, it's so good. Um, final album on the list, 1999. Go, this is the one that goes as far back. Uh, this is the oldest album in the list this week. Make Yourself by Incubus. Oh, yeah. Which we saw them play this entire we show sure did. Uh, four years ago, I think. When our relationship was just a little baby. Yep. Yep. We saw them on the anniversary tour, the 20-year anniversary tour for this album is yep. when we saw them. They were at, uh, what do we see them, Fillmore? Yes. Yeah. Fought. What? 
Nah, was it the? What? No, it was I a think film. It was the Fox? Oh yeah, because we had seats. Yeah, I think it was the Fox. Yeah, we were on the main floor. Yeah, we were at the Fox. Yeah. Because surprisingly enough, there was a lot of empty seats seats in our area on the floor. Like yeah. the balcony was completely full, but not everybody oh, yeah. bought seats on the right side. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting over kind of in a uh, less populated area. But yeah. yeah, Make Yourself, great album. Everything, uh, so many songs. Stellar. Um, wow. And I just drew a blank. That's how cool. that works. That's well, how that works. that's a great Stellar. Um, uh, Drive. That's the yeah. other song I was thinking about. Drive. Cool. And uh, um, oh my goodness. Why? I, I can't. I can't not. I got to know what other song I'm missing. There's the other song. Mm-hmm. It starts with a P. Uh, I don't know. It was on the radio. It was a big song. Uh, Privilege. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So that's album anniversaries. That's all we got. As we were saying earlier, we've been watching all spooky stuff this month. Um, I think we haven't even watched really any of our shows. We're still watching some Fringe here and there, which we'll talk about later. I think when we're done with it, because that's a pretty unique show. I mean, um, we've been seeing elements in that show that are that go into the genre of spooky and yeah, scary. But like, I just mean we haven't finished yeah. it yet. So Yeah, but if but if but you it's like, got supernatural stuff, it's got, you know, all that stuff. Fringe science, so to speak, telekinesis, you know, travel time travel well, no. No, there's no time Telekinesis, travel. Telekinesis. Um, we saw translucent skin. Yes, shape-shifting, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we've seen some, some um, cool stuff. Yeah, so we I definitely recommend that show. It's just getting better and better, but we'll come back to that. Yeah. What, watched... what, what did you say about John Noble, about his character when you see Walter? What do you What do you say about him? You just want to, what? I just want to hug him. Yeah. He's so cute and, like, so quirky. Oh, my God, I love him. <laughs> So yep. two shows that we did finish on Netflix, I came across on Facebook. Somebody posted something like a great horror show on Netflix that, you know, Netflix let go because Netflix doesn't renew anything. It, I guess the creator of the show had three seasons in mind, oh. but they only gave him one. And the post was saying it it can end, though, like you can watch the whole thing and you get a complete story. Yeah. And I agree because we did, and it's called Marianne. It's French. Yep. And it's about this author who writes like these graphic horror books and is super successful, but it's based off nightmares she had as a kid. And she has to go home and she's finding out that it might not just be nightmares. Yeah. And it's good. It's, there is some like the whole concept, I think, is really good. It's only eight episodes, they're about an hour long, if that. Yeah. On Netflix. I recommend it. If you like a supernatural, if you like edge of your seat, if you want to know like what's going on, it was good. What's the original language on this? Is it? It's French. It's French. Okay. Yeah. So we watched it, you know, the overdub English over, uh, over French. I, I do, it's eight episodes. I do think that it would have been better if we had watched it in French with American yes, subtitles. Yes, that's English how subtitles. I would recommend it. The way that they dub the voices for English, it is like it doesn't, inflections never match, tones never match. It just, sometimes it takes you out of it because they sound so cartoonish sometimes, which is weird to me. I don't understand why, but we watched Squid Game and I noticed one of the characters sounded like that. Yeah. And on Money Heist a couple times, some of the characters sounded like that. And originally Netflix aired the shows in their language and if you wanted to change it 
you would go into settings and change it. And then they completely got rid of that and just did everything in English. I would recommend if we watch another foreign show, I want to watch it in that language with English subtitles. Yeah. Because I feel like that would have made it more impactful. Yeah, for sure. And and I liked all the acting in it. I thought the acting was good. Yeah. Uh, interesting show. I didn't know the show was five years old. Like oh. it came out in 2019. I didn't know that either. I thought it like just came out and got canceled. Yeah, no, it's so it's oh well, four years old. So this show's been out for a while. I I liked it. I liked the the lead. Um, I th- uh, the girl who played Emma was great. The girl who played Camille was yeah. great, or Cam Cam. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoyed the old older lady playing Miss uh, Do- Mrs. Dogeron. Yeah, Miss Dogeron. That lady. I mean, heck of an actress. That is her calling, man. Yeah, being in scary movies. Oh man, that yeah. that woman will give you the face of nightmares. Yes, this movie has like Ooh. those creepy smiles that like just creep you out. Like I jumped a couple times. Ooh. Like I was, it was good. I recommend. Yeah, it was good. Very, very much. Yeah, enjoyed that um, show. And then last night. We finished our pal Mike Flanagan's The Fall <laughs> of the House of Usher. Mike, if you don't if you're listening, if you don't know this, you're our pal. You're our pal, Mike. Yeah. We have watched Haunting, Haunting of Hill House. We've watched or ha, is it Haunting on Hill House? Bly the Haunting Manor? The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, and, and Midnight Club. Midnight Club. And I will say, hands down, The Fall of the House of Usher is the best thing he has done. One hundred percent. It was amazing. It had his cast of characters, Carla Gugino, who I just have an immense crush on. She's just wonderful. Yep. Was straight up amazing in this show. Like totally showcasing her acting ability and her acting talent. Oh my gosh. In one episode, she does three different accents yes. and three different things. It's so She man, was it's fantastic. So good. Mary McDonald was in it. She was absolutely perfect. I literally couldn't think of somebody else to play the character. You, what I was gonna say, I would love to see Carla and the girl from uh, uh, She Hulk, uh, Orphan Tatiana Black. Tatiana Maslany. I would love to see the two of them. I was thinking act of together. that too when she was playing different characters. Yeah. So this is about without spoiling, or uh, I don't. I mean, it's about the Usher family and like the fall of them and yep. like what happens. Yes. Um. You know, Roderick Usher, played by Bruce Greenwood, who was in Gerald's Game with Carla Gugino, if anyone saw that, which is what Flanagan did as well, off a Stephen King book. The thing that's interesting is that Carla Gugino is the only person, the only actress or actor that has been in almost everything Mike Flanagan's done. She was in, I don't think, she was in Midnight Mass because she was the, uh, the doctor or somebody that spoke to... Um, uh, Zach Guilford's character with the car accident after the car accident in Midnight Mass when we got flashbacks to that. The person or the judge. She was the judge. She was the judge. So she's in that. She's. I think she has. She has a small part in Bly Manor. She's in Bly Manor. She plays an older version of a character. Yep. She. She's in Hill House. She. I don't remember her being in Midnight Club. Maybe that's the only one she's not, she's not in. in Midnight Club, but she did Gerald's yeah. Game. Yeah. yeah. So she's she's so I so if that's the case, then because I looked everybody up today on lunch, then no none of Flanagan's actors and actresses have been in every one of his no. things. Mm-mm. But there are several like her and Henry Thomas that have been in everything but one. Yeah. Yep. It was great. The cast is amazing. 
I really, really love Samantha Sloan. Oh, she was in Hill House. She was in Midnight Mass. She is an amazing actress. I love her line delivery. I love the way she carries herself. Like she just, oh, I love it. She's She's in Midnight Club as well. The only one she's not in is Midnight Club. The only one she's not in is Bly Manor. But she was great. uh, For those, I think the whole cast was honestly amazing. For those wanting to watch Fall of the House of Usher, it is wrapped in tons of easter eggs and stories and poems that are edgar Allan poe yes it's all based on edgar Allan poe yeah it's it's basically like mike flanagan took his world and made it a story yeah and made all these things uh because there's quotes from his poems in there there's also some shakespeare uh but there's some quotes from his poems in there uh things are titled after there's uh, like his birth date is like the year he was born is used on an address. There's things like that. Yeah, there's a lot of. Yeah. Um, there's anagrams that are related to things, which I won't spoil these on the podcast, yeah. but I I'll tell you about those later if you didn't. Notice I know them. the name. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but and then the episode titles are named after some of them are n- named after poems. Some of them are named after a uh, a story or yeah. a. Uh, a building but or it's something all based, in there. It's all based in Poe, and it's so well done. And his writing, the monologues that he wrote for Brilliant. the characters are so good. Like, his, his writing is just captivating. And he has the, the actors and actresses. I can't imagine anyone bringing his words to life better than the people he has chosen. Which monologue stuck out the most to you? I love... Mary, Mc- I love Madeline's at the end. So Madeline at the end gives a monologue that talks about consumerism and talks about female rights and talks about all of this stuff. But it, it's not like he's just popping these things in there. It relates to the story. To, to, you know, do it. He he had a whole line where he was like, I could go out in Fifth Avenue and shoot someone and no one would do anything. That's Trump. That's a line of Trump's. And he had that line in there for a character and then all of that kind of stuff. And it makes sense. It's not just being put in there to like preach at you. It totally makes sense with the story. It makes sense with everything. But her monologue, it was just like, it was so good. And I agreed with her, but is she a good guy or a bad guy? Like, that's another thing about like the ushers. Are they heroes or are they villains yeah the uh the monologue that stuck out the most to me was uh tamerlane's when when she's talking to built yeah that that stuck man that she stuck that so well man man. i mean that was there was that one and uh bruce you mentioned uh mary mcdonald hers uh, bruce greenwood had a couple he was fantastic, and you said he wasn't originally cast. No, he was not. I sent you something today. I'm going to pull that yeah. up real quick. I sent you a text. He was not originally cast, and I can't imagine anybody other than him doing it. Like uh, he, Frank uh, Lang, Lang, Langella yeah. was supposed to be in it, but I guess there was some kind of drama on the set or something. Yep, something something on the set happened. But and Bruce like, Greenwood right. was amazing, even after the first episode. You know, it, he's sort of telling the story. So he's he's a narrator of sorts. Yep. He's sitting down with the district attorney in his childhood home and he's telling a story. So he has a lot of speeches and a lot of stories. And after that first episode, I was like, oh, my God, he's amazing. Yep. These 
these lines that Flanagan has put in these words he has created with Poe from himself, the dialogue was just spectacular. Also, I can't get over how good the dialogue was. Also, uh, Katie Parker playing Annabelle Lee, she had a great, she had a great yep. bit of lines uh, yep. that was good. Uh, the the young... everybody, everything was purposeful. Yeah, we saw Willa Fitzgerald, who we've seen in Reacher. Yep. Like seeing her do this was very different from her character. The granddaughter in Lenore was amazing. She had a great speech too. Up against yep. you didn't even mention who plays the lawyer. Oh yeah, uh, the lawyer is. Uh, um, why is it escaping Mark my mind? Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. So um, Stephen was super jazzed about I, that. I mean, I've never. I've only seen him as like really being Luke Skywalker or voicing the Joker. Yeah. I've seen him like occasionally like do a cameo here and there with stuff, but I've never seen him like get to act outside of like, if you, if you want to go all the way back to like something prior to star Wars, you can find a couple things. Yeah. I've never seen him in anything other than that, but like seeing him legit get to act and be different and not have to, worry about carrying a franchise or anything like that he's just a player in the game and man he was brilliant and flanagan's next um project he's going he's left netflix and is going to amazon already has mark hamill cast and tom hiddleston so that's gonna be interesting i can't wait um but i highly recommend it it was great it was suspenseful it wasn't super like jump scare scary but you were like you were on the edge of your seat, not sure what was going to happen. It was suspense. It was thriller. It was well-written. It was well-acted. It was great. There was a couple times that I jumped because Jess did. And that anyone al- that knows Jess knows that's believable. Yep. And that's always a thing for me. Where I'm like, oh, God. I was totally there into was this, scene, and now I'm out. And I think I talked to you guys about it when it happened. There was a scene from Hill House oh my where... Gosh. She all of a sudden appears, they're driving their car, and all of a sudden she appears in their back seat and screams forward. And I screamed. I hadn't screamed in a long time. I screamed. I was I was shook. I was scared. Sophia, Sophia was sleeping next to me. She jumped up, got up, started barking, jumped on me, was trying and I was like, Oh, it took we had to have like a ten minute recess. <laughs> While everybody yeah. got their wits back about that. Um, what is the girl's name that played that character? What do, do we? Do you remember that actress's name? Because she's in the show. You. Um, yeah. She, she was the one that I expected to show up in the show and didn't, and that would probably be the only, the only like. I'm small... assuming that she wasn't in it because um, Victoria Pedretti. Yeah. She. Yeah. Um, I expected you her. You thought that young Madeline was her, and I I'm did. like, that's not her. But you think it's her because you know this actress from something, and it was Reacher. Yep. Also, we didn't. She mention, was fantastic. We didn't mention uh, Katie Siegel or Ruth Cod. Katie Siegel. Yeah, everybody. Oh was my gosh, she's like, Mike Flanagan's wife. She is. I mean, absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. This that woman can do anything. Everybody Seriously. was great in the cast. Like everybody that popped up was great. Yeah, yeah. It was. So, it was a very well done, very very well crafted. I love that he uses the same. I feel like it's like you know how Ryan Murphy does the same. A lot of the same people on 
American Horror Story, but that, I don't know, I feel like that show has probably run its course. But I like that, um, I feel like although Mike Flanagan's stuff isn't an anthology, it kind of gives that vibe because you see like part of the fun of Flanagan is like, I don't want to look it up beforehand because I don't want to know who's in it. Part of it is like, who is he going to cast as what? And how am I, how is he going to showcase a different dynamic of that that they can play? The thing is, is what I what I liked, especially about this show. After every episode, I was I just thought to myself, like, this is his opus. Yeah, he's done all these shows on Netflix. Mm-hmm. He's left Netflix now. Granted, when he was making this show, I don't think he knew that he was leaving. Um, mm, I think he did. He may have. I don't know. But it, so let's take it on the stance that he didn't know. Okay. If he didn't know. I still feel like that he was in a way closing out something with a, with all of his choice actors and actresses from yeah. these other shows. This was like it a felt like an epic send off. Like a, yeah, like a send off or a long goodbye sort of thing. Yeah. If he did know, then it's absolutely an opus. Yeah. It absolutely is. It's like James Gunn's opus with Guardians 3 to everything that he's done with Marvel and say and see you later, which makes me wonder if over on Amazon, it's going to be something different. Cause yeah. I know that one of the things he's doing has to do with a Stephen King book. Yeah. Well, I heard so, like, and Gerald's game. Wasn't that a Stephen King? Yeah, thing? So, I heard that it could be like the dark tower series of books from Stephen King. So I don't know, which according to what I uh, read online, I didn't see it. That would be better than the movie. Cause the movie, flopped at the box office i know that okay but but anyway all that to say watch the fall of the house of usher yes i recommend all of his shows midnight club was not my favorite didn't really love it but if you watch nothing else i say watch fall of the house of usher eight episodes that's the other fun thing about his shows there's nothing over 10 episodes yeah everything we watched five of them yesterday yeah i was up to like 10 15 on a sunday y'all yep yeah, we we went right through it. I yeah. was like, let's do it. Let's get it. And that last episode's like an hour 15, so yeah. it was a little bit longer, but all the rest of the episodes are around an hour 50. Oh, I just remembered that we get to watch The Amazing Race tonight. We do, and possibly Loki. We're behind. We awesome. got an episode of Loki to watch as well. Cool, cool. Well, next week's episode, y'all are going to get a very long list of nine plus horror scary movies that we have watched. We're at nine so far, and there'll be more by the time we record. We were trying to watch. As many as we can because we both love scary movies. So we're doing that. So that'll be our next episode. It'll be predominantly that. will be a Halloween episode. So until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, WordPress, if we can just say .com, Tumblr, if we can just say 918 at gmail.com. Please like, listen, subscribe. Please, please, please share our posts. It doesn't hurt you at all. Just share them. (laughs) Tell your friends. Hit that little paper airplane and Um, share. We appreciate you listening. Yeah, I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all. Oh, boy. You're exciting the the pooch. Get over here, dog. You're exciting the super soap. Ugh.